0: You're listening to The Wally Show Podcast. You can hear the live version every weekday morning through the WayFM app or following along with us at wayfm.com slash Wally.
1: The Wally Show Podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advantage save you time and money.
2: Uplifting WFM. News
1: can be a little heavy, so we like to do news-ish. Here's Betty.
0: I've said it before and I'll say it again. Dating in this day and time comes with its own unique set of problems. Nowadays, a typical love story usually involves two people meeting on a dating app. Mm. But dating online isn't as simple as sliding right or sliding left. I think it's right. That's it's been a while like, since
1: Betty's dated online. She's I, like, I it's forget. swiping. Yeah, not oh, swip- sliding. Oh, swiping. You slide yeah. into DMs. This is swipe. why I don't do it. Yeah.
0: This is why I don't do it. Uh, there's a good chance that you'll run across the dating program profile of someone you know, like an ex, your boss, or even your dentist, and you can imagine (laughs) this creates an awkward situation, especially when the app matches the two of you together.
1: Or your dad. <laughs> oh, you just know too much about
0: that person and you're like, there is no way we will ever be together. Yeah. Well, one dating app is doing their best to make sure this doesn't happen by offering its customers the ability to block a profile, meaning you won't be matched with that person and vice versa. That makes sense. Yeah. They're They're also making it easier for users to report bad behavior from other users, which includes inappropriate language and harassment, just to name a few. But like I said, if you spend a good amount of time On a dating app, your chances are really good of coming across some real creepers because (laughs) many of them feel more confident behind a, a computer screen than they do in person. And they would say things behind a computer screen that they wouldn't in person. I mean, it is
1: kind of like things modernize and, you know, romance is different now than it was in the 50s. And so technology being part of it, you know, it's like, I think you kind of have to accept that, but you've got to figure out how to navigate it safely, one, and two, successfully.
0: Right. And like you said, everything online, it's added some further problems. So, like I said, with the, you coming across creepers, that might be why stalking has become more of an accepted behavior with single millennials and Gen Zers. So, I found this article that claims social media and online dating has made it easier to stalk someone yeah. online, getting all the info you need about a person before even meeting them
1: I know person. my daughter is uh, really good at stalking. Like, the online <laughs> part of it. Like, she can find stuff about people. I remember we had interviewed Gavin for for this job, and I could not for the life of me remember his last name. <laughs> and I'm like, he's this redheaded kid. Uh, he's from New Mexico. And she's just sitting there. And she's like, Is it this guy? How did you do that? I'm like, That's yeah. the
3: kid. The <laughs> Gen That's true.
1: But it's sad that that's like, I, I guess if it's online, Exactly. And people deep diving into learning about you. That's yeah. just going to happen. Like if
0: you post anything online, you have to know that it's going to be free for all for anyone forever. to find out. Right, exactly. Now, like this article does claim that stalking is expected from singles for singles as long as it's online. But when sure. it comes to in person... That's a problem Yeah, still. yeah, yeah.
1: That's still, that's uh, that is, that was, is, and will always be creepy. Yes. Don't do it. <laughs> so there you go. Hopefully that can help you navigate some of the dating world if you are back in it or newly in it.
4: We're just gonna do a little word association. You think you're hot because you know words.
1: Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. We're gonna play a little game here. You have a chance to win a prize, uh, which is always fun. But if you know the lyrics to different songs that we play, if you're that person that just dives into them and they speak to your heart and like, oh, I love this song because of these lyrics, This will really help you out. Like, you could crush this game.
0: Like, if you've ever watched an episode of Name That Tune. Yeah. And you're like, I could win that for sure. This is your kind of game. It's a
1: lyrical version of that, okay? The way it works is you have 25 points in your bank. So, you start off with that. Each time I read one word of a lyric of a song, you lose a point until you can guess it. So, you got... To get two songs out of three, and you get 25 points to do it in. We'll, we'll give you an example real quick. Uh, Betty Rock, you be uh, my contestant here. Kay. Here we go. Move. The. Unmovable. Break.
0: The. Oh, 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 oh. oh. She's get in it. there. Get Gavin it. has uh, it. Get it. CCY Okay. Nice. Um believe for it yeah. Yeah.
1: it's it's harder than it like if I had been like move the yeah, like, I have you to had like it sing it in
0: my head and then it makes sense
1: that's a good tip that's yeah. a good tip so as I'm giving you the lyrics sing them in your head and see how it works out if you only used one two three four five of your 25 hey. you would have 20 words to get your next one for the win that's how it works if you love the music on way FM and you want to play a little wordsmith for a prize right now 855 855- 33 way fm remember that tip from betty like take the lyrics and maybe try to sing them it'll work out for you 855-33 way fm looking for a contestant now
4: we're just gonna do a little word association you think you're hot because you know words
1: uplifting way fm this is the wally show sabrina welcome to the wordsmith game now do you listen to way fm on the regular yes Okay, and you think you know the songs that we play lyrically? I... Yes, I do. Well, the way it works, Sabrina, is you have 25 points already in your bank. Each of those points represents one lyric of a song. As I read them, it will subtract them from your bank. When you think you know it, you shout it out. And you have 25 lyrics to basically get two songs, okay? So here we go. Uh, this is song number one. It. May. Be. Midnight. Or midday.
3: Oh, okay. Do you think you know it? He's never early, never late. He'll yeah. stand by when his help yeah, is on the way.
1: You know it. You got it. Woo! Nicely done. Good job.
5: All
3: right. How
1: many lyrics did she use up? She only used six. That is fantastic. That means you have 19 points to go to get one more song. Now, if you're not feeling it, you can pass to the next song, okay? But the words used will count against you. So here we go. Uh, Do you want another Christian song or do you want like an 80s rock song?
3: Christian. Okay.
1: (laughs) I would have gone 80s rock because I think it would have been easier. Uh, Here we go. And when the world gets complicated we're going to keep on
3: celebrating. C- yes, okay.
1: You only have like a word or two left. What is it? What is it? Um, and when the world gets complicated, we're going to keep, keep on celebrating. because you know. Yeah. Because you know what? Oh, my gosh. Because you know what? It's a tenant of our faith. It's something we all believe and look forward to and hope for. Because you know.
6: Ha, da, da, ha, da, da. How many words do I have
1: left? You have none left. We've used them all and then
3: some. Oh, man. When the world is. Lost. Jesus is coming back. Jesus got oh. it! <laughs> she got it!
1: Oh
0: Don't goodness. know how I feel you Chris did that!
1: You used all twenty-five of your words and maybe one or two extras. <laughs> uh, but somehow you figured it out, and Sabrina, you're a winner today on Wordsmith! Yay! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Way FM. This is The Wally Show. We want to be your buddy, help you out with things in life, you know, like best friends would do. And that's why we do the scoop. Whenever we come across something that's like, oh, this is beneficial. This could help you out, make your life a little better. We like to share it with you. And uh, Betty Rock is the scoopiest of the scoopers. She's always looking for things to make her life easier. So why not yours? What do you got?
0: Well, I don't tend to have this problem, but I am close to people that do. Mm -hmm. So if you have trouble falling asleep at night, maybe... You find yourself worrying about things every
1: night. Please, my wife, I sleep like a baby because I don't have a lot of sin in my life. Uh, So I go right to sleep. My wife, up all night. I I know. Confer your own uh, reference there. We've been praying. Yeah, thank you.
0: Well, the scoop is you need to call, you need to start this tactic called savoring. Okay. So the goal is to recreate the positive emotional state of an experience in your mind. Okay. So think about. memory the happiest memory you have maybe it's in your childhood maybe it wasn't that long ago and I need you to put yourself there like actually put yourself there what this is gonna do is your brain the side that causes the nervous system to act up it will calm down help you to de-stress and get you in a calm state okay so here's a couple of tips first pick out your happy memory beforehand okay. before okay. cuz then if you got to try to figure it exactly. out then
1: that's just more brain going Go to ahead that. and
0: be thinking about what that memory is okay. going to be for you. Practice it during the day and be patient because it might be hard at first, but you need to really like think about all of the um characteristics of that memory so that when you lie down in bed tonight you can put yourself there a lot easier. Now, if you still find yourself worrying about worrying, schedule 15 (laughs) minutes in your day to worry. Once that 15 minutes is (laughs) up, you're done with it. Put it it to bed. And now it can't be reserved for bedtime. Okay, so because you've already gotten it out of the way. So you need to try savoring.
1: It's interesting, I didn't even know that this was a thing, but I did a version of this the other night because we have to get up so early and there are nights when I go to bed And I worry, okay, I'm not going to be able to sleep. And then it it gets worse. Mm -hmm. And so I did this the other night. I was like, okay, I was going to bed. I'm like, ooh, am I going to sleep tonight? And I started thinking about something that made me really happy, but it was just from like earlier in the day. I had this big project, and I knocked it out, and it came out perfect. And I just sat there relishing in the craftsmanship of what I had created, Sounds and like how savoring. perfect it was. I know, and and I'm sitting there thinking about it. and I'm like, man, that joint was perfect, and those hinges worked <laughs> uh, splendidly. And before I knew it, I was asleep. Next thing I know, it's it's uh, 4 a.m. in the morning. I'm waking up for See? work. Is great.
0: Exactly. So now if you find yourself having a difficult time going to sleep, put yourself in a happy place.
1: Well there you go. Hopefully that'll help you out tonight uh, if you have trouble sleeping. Thank you, Lady Rock. That's your scoop for the day.
4: And now for
3: some good news.
1: Yeah. Uplifting in Way FM, this year's The Walleye Show. A little good news, giddy up through rapid fire good news stories coming at you because the regular news is a bit of a bummer. Uh, I love seeing people win at something and just get so excited. There was that video floating around of uh, that kid from North Dakota. He's a seventh grader and at his school, high school, he got to uh, do a layup, a foul shot, a three point shot, and a half-court shot. If he got all of those in, he won $10,000. The odds of getting all of those in... I mean you could have missed the layup right out of the gate. This kid drains all of them. He hits the half court shot wow. at the end. Place goes nuts. Everyone <laughs> runs down on there. They asked him, he's like, I didn't think it was going in. <laughs> like he didn't even have faith in himself, but it went in and good he job. said he's saving that ten grand for college. Aww. I Hopefully. Uh, with, with his luck I'd go to Vegas.
5: Uh, <laughs> you're on a roll, JJ. Uh Gavin, good news, giddy up, go. Firefighters in Pennsylvania, they helped a two year old girl for doing something kid just does. She got a cake pan stuck over her head. I can see that happening to
3: me as a kid. (laughs) They had to cut
5: it off with tin snips and her mom found the whole thing hilarious. She's got a great story. The kid probably won't ever remember, but the mom will never forget. I got my head
1: stuck between banisters as a kid. Oh, sure. Yeah. And you can't, How many times? Uh, multiple.
5: Uh, you'd think you'd learn.
1: Every time I thought, oh, this time's gonna be different. <laughs> no, it never just got was. got bigger. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, Lady Rock, what do you got? Good news. Giddy Go.
0: A husband in Dallas felt bad for his wife, who was big pregnant, and she wanted to sleep on her belly, but of course, that's impossible. I
1: get that. Yeah. Like, you, certain ways you want to sleep, and when you yeah. can't, your body's like tense. Yes. I just need
0: to roll over. Exactly. Exactly. So what he did was he bought a foam mattress. He cut a hole out in the middle where her belly would go. <laughs> and it's working perfectly for them. She loves it. He posted about it on social media. So great. And people are like... You need to go to Shark Tank yeah. and like mm. try and sell this sucker.
1: That's a great idea.
0: He's already taking uh, accepting pre-orders on eBay. Oh,
1: nice! Women will do anything to feel better during pregnancy because, as I've been told, uh, <laughs> it's not the most comfortable thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my wife told me that a lot. I had to hear it a lot during Try her pregnancy. strapping
0: a watermelon to yeah. your, your stomach. Yeah. That's miserable.
1: Huh. I feel like I already have that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for your good news. Giddy up.
0: Wally fancies himself a bit of an amateur first responder. What can I say? I like to help. But you're not qualified. I would trust you more if you went to Colorado Christian University. They have degrees for working professionals who want to make a difference in this world.
1: You know what, Rock? You're right. Maybe I should look into their campus event and organizational safety program. It's a fully online degree designed to equip you with cutting edge but practical, timely skills to further your criminal justice career and help you protect the innocent people at places like churches and schools.
0: Plus, the Master of Science in Criminal Justice Program is 36 credit hours and it can be completed in as little as 15 months with full time study. So, start a degree in 2023 so you can do more in 2024. CCU also
1: has a generous policy for transferring credits. In fact, you can even get a scholarship just for transferring credits.
0: Criminal justice can be an exciting but challenging career, and we need people who are not only professionals but also believers. That's why Colorado Christian University makes sure all of their courses integrate a biblical worldview. Find out more at ccu.edu.
1: Colorado Christian University is a nonprofit impact partner committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. Uplifting Way Here's what's going on today. So you've probably seen some of the devastating pictures coming out of Turkey or the video following that 7.8 magnitude earthquake. And thousands of people have been killed. The death toll continues to rise as workers and responders from all over the world are converging there and combing through the wreckage looking for survivors. They lost 6,000 buildings that have been either damaged or destroyed. Wow. I mean, when you think about it, like, your whole downtown just gone, you know? Yeah. And I And again, like, we forget about the human toll of this because we see pictures and that's, okay, and then we go about our day. Mm-hmm. And living through that kind of environment is Unbelievably tough. Uh, Rescue workers have been working in the cold and the wet, and they're also facing aftershocks. They've had aftershocks that were in the sevens of magnitude and fives. I mean, like these are those are full blown earthquakes. Yeah, that's scary. You know, not aftershocks. And so, like you see these these stories, and it's real easy to be you know heavy with it. But I love when you see any sort of little miracle that comes out of these and miracle rescues and it gives you hope you know Mm -hmm. because that's again once you lose hope things spiral quickly and so like that's why each of these rescues it might be one person but man it gives them hope to keep going let's Mm -hmm. dig a little bit farther let's go a little bit uh, deeper today you know and so when you see the buildings, like, collapse on themselves, you wonder how anybody survives that. Um, and they are pulling people from the rubble, which the videos are exhilarating, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, among the survivors, one entire family was pulled from uh, this building, and so they got everybody out. Wow. Like, unbelievable. There was a baby girl who had been just born. Uh, in the the earthquake,
0: I saw this and that. She still had the umbilical yeah, cord; like yeah. she was brand
1: new. Exactly. Sadly, mom didn't make it, oh. but they saved this child. You know, there was a professional soccer player who was rescued as well, and so there's like eight thousand people that have been rescued. So amidst all the devastation, it's good to see. Okay, people are being saved you know mm-hmm. and being rescued and stuff but it, it's slow you know and it's something that you know you wish it was more but it just takes time mm-hmm. and and I'm always wondering like how when they decide to go from rescue to recovery you know and like who's that guy that has to make that call Oof. that'd be so hard because yeah, you want to keep hope that. oh no way uh, you know it's good, though, when you see things like this, to know that there are ministries that are making a difference. Convoy of Hope, instantly, we work with them. They instantly got involved, and they're on the ground helping people in Turkey, giving them the things that they need. And if you if you look at this stuff and you feel helpless... Like, ah, I wish I could do something. Well, you can. You support the people that are doing the work there. And Convoy of Hope is a great organization. It's a great ministry. If you want to check it out and throw a couple bucks that way to do something good today, it's convoyofhope.org. Uplifting way FM. This is the Wally Show. And you know, life is hard for believers, non-believers. There's just Difficulties that you're going to face. God never promised that we're going to have an easy life. You know, he said, there is going to be trouble in this world, but I have overcome this world. And so the way you walk through something with faith sometimes can look differently than the way other people walk through it. And I recently learned that a really good friend of mine has cancer. And uh, when they found it, it was already stage four. Mm. And the prognosis is not good, you know? And so... I was kind of sitting with him and, and talking to him and I love their optimism because they're just like, it just doesn't feel right. Like th- th- this is not going to be our story, you know, and, and they're like, we love the doctors and it's great, but we believe in something higher than mm-hmm. even that, you know? And so they're living on that next level faith and spending time with him, you know, and him talking about this and kind of processing it and walking through it. And he was like, you know what, man? He goes, I have a different way of looking at all this and he's like I just want and I heard in his voice "He's like I just want God to be glorified mm. and when you can live on that level you're like wow that's that's amazing because you know he's like <clears throat> even more than looking forward to walking my daughter down the aisle I want this to matter mm. <clears throat> for people it to make a difference and like wow that's like selfless and beautiful and i know they have good days and they have bad days and there are days where yeah they're all in this and then there are days where you're angry you know and stuff and so it was just it was cool to see him talk about how it's it's deepened his faith and people coming out of the woodwork to pray for him and his family have been staggering and humbling and you know there was one thing though that he he shared with me that i thought was like super profound and it might help you or somebody you know as, as you face something like this they said they believe in the doctors. Like it's not like they're like going, I'm not going to do any medicine. It's only this, mm-hmm. you know, it's like God gave us medicine for a reason. And so they're taking all of that under advisement. They're just let they're just not letting the doctors words be the narrative that guides their life, you mm-hmm. know? And so if you do that, he said, if you just lean into that, the prognosis is so bad, it's going to steal your joy and rob you of hope. You know, and he said so their perspective is to take the bad news that the doctors give them and flip it around and view it as all right well now we know exactly what to pray for and i'm like oh that's so good because you get this bad news and you're like this could be devastating but then you go all right god we know exactly where things are i know how to pray you know, and then sharing that with us, it was like cool because it's like, okay, good. I know how to pray for you. You know, mm-hmm. and I just thought that that was like such a, a cool perspective that I had never really thought of before, and just kind of landed with me. You know, and and I, I obviously I want healing for him. You know, that's my prayer. You know, but then also peace and comfort and joy as they go through this time and stuff too. So, I'm curious if you've ever learned something from somebody who was facing something super hard like this. And they had like some wisdom or insight. Sometimes kids are going through things where they're sick and they have the best insight. You're like,
0: wow. That's very true because sometimes when we face those difficult issues, it changes our perspective on things. It helps us see what's important and what isn't. And we could definitely learn from those people. Oh,
1: absolutely. And so that's why I'm curious. Like This was something I had never heard before and it resonated with me. Have Has that ever happened to you where you're talking to someone that's really facing something really hard and they shared something with you that you're like, uh, it made you pause. And like, that's, yeah, that's deep. That's profound. That's going to change me. You know, mm-hmm. 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. Love having you on the show. Love serious stuff like this too. We like goofing around a lot. Uh, but this is the kind of stuff that I love because it really matters. It makes a difference. So 855-33-WAY-FM. We'll take yours now. What is something that you've learned from somebody facing something hard?
3: My little boy was diagnosed with leukemia when he was four years old. And um, unfortunately, uh, he did not survive his fight. He passed when he was seven. But when he was five years old, we were sitting in the cancer clinic with all these kids who had limbs missing and they had no... Tubes, and they had quartz, and they had all kinds of affirmities, and we're sitting in the clinic waiting for his treatment, and I'm so, you know, just kind of out of it because I'm so in shock and so sad, and he's sitting with me, and he looks over at me, and he says, do you know what I like? And I'm thinking, you know, a five-year-old little boy, he's going to say, I like candy, right. or I like <laughs> such-and-so such toys. He looked at me and said, I like a lot of things, but I like God the best.
1: Wow, as a mom, knowing what he's facing, that had to just make you feel great and like give you some comfort and peace too.
3: Absolutely, I felt like that was proof right there to me that God was dealing with him on a level that I could not see. That God was with him and God was comforting him And God was taking care of him through this whole thing.
0: Tammy, how has the words that your son said, how has that affected your faith walk?
3: Oh, it has affected me profoundly. And and I can't tell you the number of people uh, at our church that watched his journey and say over and over, he changed my life. And that has been proof to me that God is there in the most real way to our kids, to ourselves. God is there. God is with us and he is counseling, and he is comforting, and he is getting us through. Has that ever happened to you, Dara? It
6: has happened to me. Wally, I had lost a friend to cancer, um, I think, three weeks ago now, and she was 38 years old with two sweet baby girls, and her faith through the journey was incredible. She started a, a big social media following every time she would go to MD Anderson for treatment. She would do a post about God's goodness or whatever they were going through. And um, she found out the week of Christmas that there was nothing left to do as far as treatment was concerned. So she went home and spent Christmas with her family. But she wrote a post on Christmas night telling everybody you know, who's been following her story what was happening. The very last thing she said was, please get to know Jesus. Yeah. And it has become this huge thing. People have made sweatshirts. They've put magnets on their car. they I've seen someone got a tattoo. Oh,
3: wow. And
6: it's, yeah, it's just so cool that, you know, her story hasn't ended where she's still a testimony.
1: It is interesting the perspective you have when you're facing life and death. Like this friend of mine who kind of started this whole conversation and he was like, Wally I just got to tell you he's like I just I'm praying that God will be glorified even if it's not good for me I just want God to be glorified and he's like maybe I couldn't have said that five years ago you know and he's like but I'm in this place where this is truly my heart's desire and I'll take what comes and it's that kind of deep faith that sometimes life and death brings about but it is a reminder to all of us that man if we even lived with a quarter of that faith how different our lives would look and the people around us would be affected if we chose to be that serious about it all the time
6: that's right i feel like she's challenged
0: me you know i want to make her proud
1: i love it well dara thank you for taking the time to share your story and her story with us today
0: thanks I'll never forget taking my first compassion trip And we went to Ghana, Africa When we got there to the site There was this little girl She was six years old I later found out her name was Vivian And she would not let go of my hand She followed me everywhere I went on that site And later I got to uh, meet her family I met her mother and her siblings And they all lived in this little mud hut I mean, it wasn't big at all And when I looked at Vivian She had the biggest smile on her face face and she was just happy to be there just happy to be with us and it made such an impact in my life that I wanted to sponsor her right then and there (laughs) because of my sponsorship for Vivian through compassion I'm able to write letters back and forth with her I'm now getting updated photos and now I think she's even taller than me which is crazy to think but I'm also able to see how my sponsorship is providing the food clean water and other support that she needs and her family needs to live the best life possible And I can only imagine now with the pandemic, war, and weather disasters, there are so many other families like Vivian's who are dealing with hunger. So maybe you want to make an impact and sponsor your own Vivian. Just click the Compassion Banner when you go to wayfm.com.
1: TMI. TMI, my friends. Also known
5: as Today's Music Insider with Gavin. The 2023 Grammy Awards recently took place, and there's been a lot of talk within Christian and church circles about Sam Smith's performance at the Grammys where he's wearing this red satanic looking outfit and obviously like our community probably wasn't going to react crazy positive to that but I think Darren from the band We Are Messengers probably had the best response to the whole situation.
2: Are we really gonna let Sam Smith running around in red latex and high heels with some second-rate latex Dollar General <laughs> Satan costume on gonna destroy our lives today? Believer, Christian, take heart. Jesus has overcome the world and all the devil has is somehow funny costumes <laughs> to play with. But today, calm yourselves. Go about the ordinary business of the kingdom of God. Love God. Love your neighbors. Love Sam Smith. Support your Christian artists. Keep streaming music. Let's bring this message oh. of Jesus to the whole world.
1: That's so good. I love how dismissive that is. Yeah. A second-rate dollar store general, like, uh, like latex costume. But I think the really cool thing, because there are people, I've been seeing people, you know, wanting to be upset and boycott and drop people and cancel culture and all this other stuff from believers. But it's like, I just love that he's like... You know, pray for everybody and pray for Sam Smith. The guy's lost, man. The guy's lost as you can be. And he's doing things like this. And it's like, yeah, instead of getting mad at him, yeah, like pray for him because he's a mess.
5: I feel like that was like the proper Jesus response to most situations is that he didn't go in and cancel sinners. He was a friend of sinners. He sat with them, had meals with them. And Darren is explaining, like, we don't have to go out and, you know, cheer on Sam Smith on stage, but we don't have to hate him for it. We have to. Love him because that's the only way we're going to change this world.
1: That was such a great response to how we should handle it. I have the opposite in an email <laughs> of somebody that emailed me yesterday, and I and I will share with you their email about this subject and my response to them uh, in uh, like ten minutes. And yeah, I got a little worked up, a little bit, a but a a, 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 not too bad. It's not, it's not, it's a mini rant. It's was this
5: before rant. or after you watched Darren's video? Oh, it was before. I, w- I wish I had seen it first, <laughs> but
1: yeah. So anyway, we'll do that in ten here on the Waller Show.
4: Uplifting Wayfm. Wonder if Wally Will have an opinion On this Wally
5: I respect you A word
4: to the wise Never trust
1: a short Man named Wally It's the Wally Show So following the What a lot of people Called the satanic Performance from Sam Smith at the Grammys A lot of people In the Christian circles Were upset And boycotts And you know A lot of people upset Darren from We Are Messengers I think had the Best take on how To respond to this
2: Are we really Gonna let Sam Smith Running around In red latex And high heels with some second rate latex dollar general satan costume (laughs) on gonna destroy our lives today believer christian take heart jesus has overcome the world and all the devil has is some mild funny costumes to play with but today calm yourselves go about the ordinary business of the kingdom of god love god love your neighbors, love Sam Smith, there support you your Christian artists. Love it. Love
1: Sam Smith, too. I mean, that's so important in mm-hmm. this because I got an email uh, the other day after this happened and said, hey, do you know if for King and & Country and Toby Mac actually stayed at the Grammys when Sam Smith did his satanic show on stage? If not, shame on them. They've lost fans if they didn't. Signed a disappointed fan. Here's what I'm just baffled by. Like, doesn't even know if they stayed or not. But it's like I'm disappointed. Like he's already like I. I here's my response. Okay, so I was I was uh, I was going on this mm-hmm. one. I have I'm kind of like Jesus called the Pharisees a brood of vipers. He loved the sinner, but the religious people drove him nuts. And I was like. Look, man, I'm going to be honest with you. First of all, I'm kind of disappointed in your email. You already have a penalty phase for Toby and for for King and Country, not knowing what they did or did not do. This is why people don't like believers. The Bible says, let our rebukes be seasoned with salt. It's okay to stand for what you believe, but you don't have to do it in a way that makes people hate you. Like it or not, we live in the world that does not line up with the things of our faith. Even if they stayed... I don't think that's a problem because they are in the world, but not of it. They can be there and not like what he did. We're at work every day with people that don't believe like we believe. Mm-hmm. You don't go home from work, mm-hmm. no, you stay in it, you know, you're know, you involved in it. Uh, you can't still love people, you, you can still love people you don't have anything in common with. Mark Hall from Casting Crown said it best when he said, we can't blame lost people for doing lost stuff. Our job is to love people to come to faith. And I told him, I said, I've seen people love people to faith, but I've never seen anyone protest anyone to faith. You know, so I'm sure you're not happy with me and my response. I'm sure, uh, you know, I hope that you don't jump to canceling me or thinking I'm a lukewarm Christian and should be spewed from God's mouth because I don't agree with you on this. But I felt I would at least kindly tell you uh, what I think. If we isolate ourselves from the world, we lose influence over people that God has called us to love. And Mm -hmm. so there's my response to that.
0: It was very calm. Yes, and and I think I think you did a really good job. Thank you. Um, I I too with that original email, I'm kind of perturbed by it because they ask a question and before they can even get an answer, right. They've already canceled. Them. Exactly. And so before saying a disappointed listener, like at least get the facts first and yep. then make your decision. Yeah, but we
1: don't do that. We just we rush to cancel in and all, all in the name of Jesus. We're protecting Jesus. Like Darren said, the devil's got a. a knockoff dollar general latex costume that's what you brought to the table today Mm -hmm. we brought love and we brought the power of god and we have the uh, uh, the ability to actually change people for the better with the gospel and with the truth if we stay involved and don't isolate ourselves so there you go uplifting way fm this is the wally show and this is our super bowl Wing off, okay? What I have done is I have charged each of the members of the show to create a signature sauce for some wings. And Pastor Chad, who is a chef, amateur chef, but loves uh, cooking, loves wings, is going to be our total judge. Your word is final, okay? Okay. Now... With that said, we're going to start with young Gavin's wing first. Now, Gavin, can you hand these out? Because I want to try them too. Okay, yes. Let me. So, hand them help. out to everybody. Okay. Uh, so, Chad, you are I the first the person. Do you yeah, want a drum or, heard or a flat? I want I a, got flat. Got a flat. You got okay. a flat? Okay, he everyone's got flats. one. All right. Now, it's like a, a wing sauce, like I've never seen before. It's kind of creamy. And it's what white. color is it? White? Peach. Like oh. tan? Okay. All right, now it doesn't you, smell bad. Yeah, okay, that's good. Pastor Chad is smelling it before he eats oh, like yeah. a true wing sommelier. Can we all I, eat it together? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right, Pastor Chad, let's go. Get okay. in there, wing number one. Oh, right.
5: please be good. Mm, it's hot. It's got some spice. Mm.
1: Oh. Ooh. That's
4: yeah. Not bad. I'm kind of oh, a baby. It is
1: spicy. <laughs> yeah, I'm Whoa. kind of a baby. I know it's no, got a kick after. Do you like? It's it? actually
4: really good. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah.
5: Oh.
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out the flavor of it. Mm, that's good. That's it tastes good.
5: Yeah, I ta- I tasted it last night. I made it in a blender. Out of the blender, it smelled awful. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but that <laughs> does. Bet you, still joke you good? Betty's yeah.
4: dying. It, it doesn't have like a, a, a spicy vinegary <gasps> taste. No, so it, it has a spicy mm. other creamy taste. To okay, it. absolutely. So,
5: Gavin, reveal the ingredients of your wing for Pastor Chad. Okay, so the ingredients are queso blanco, mm. medium salsa, some. Pickled jalapenos oh. and then an avocado hot sauce. And the weird wow. thing that threw me off was refried beans. But all of this oh. Culminates, oh. culminates into nacho average hot wing sauce. <laughs> he made Whoa, his own, he logo. Has his own label. Okay. Made label. That's impressive. That is. And I like the name
1: nacho average uh, the sauce. That's pretty good.
4: So it's kind of like bean dip in yep. a wing. Yeah.
1: Yep. I think I could have done without the beans, honestly. But do you taste them? Do you really? Well, there was something texture-wise that was in there, and then when you mentioned beans, I went, there it is. Uh, But, Chad, a scale of 1 to 10, what do you give those wings?
4: I give that wing an 8. Wow! Wow. That's so much better than I expected. I would have never guessed the beans because I couldn't taste it, although now that you said it, it doesn't gross me out or anything. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. But I
4: get the creaminess has to come from that queso. Sure. So that was that was a that's a great move. And you awesome. even
1: put that in Chad's like heritage. Uh yeah. You know, like you went Mexican. So <laughs> yeah. nicely done. Yeah. Smart. I love that. Know your audience. Yeah. Know your judge. All right. So we got Betty Rocks and mine coming up. Betty Rocks, I'm. When did I hold hers for last? Hers is the biggest risk.
0: Save the best for last.
1: Maybe. Mm. Uh, Yours is the biggest risk for sure, I think, after you told me what's in it. And we'll do mine with the secret ingredient next here. And we'll uh, go ahead and post all of our ingredients. So if you decide to make any of these Mm. wings, you can do it yourself for the big game, as it were. So mine and Betty's coming up next. Way FM, this is The Wally Show, and we're doing a little wing-off today in honor of the Super Bowl. I charged every member of the show to make a signature sauce for wings that would be indicative of them. Gavin did a Southwest, he's from New Mexico, did like a Southwest chili. It was was nacho
5: Nacho. average chicken wing sauce. Very
1: good. Uh, I made two because I wasn't sure what to do with mine. Uh, And we just did a round with the wings that I'm not putting into the contest. And everybody had them, like, off the air. And the general consensus was pretty good, right,
4: Chad? That was pretty amazing. So this wing is better than that, which you're saying it is. I hope so. I think we're... You're doing pretty well. Because
1: Pastor Chad is doing our uh, taste test here. And uh, my secret ingredient, because it's something that I love and is near and dear to my heart, is candy and sugar. (laughs) And so uh, the wing that you tasted off the air was a buffalo sauce. And it was a little bit of brown sugar. um, uh, What is it? Um, Garlic and onion and green cotton candy sugar. Fascinating. Yes. (laughs) Green uh, lime, like green apple, cotton candy, okay? So mixed all together, that was a buffalo candied green apple uh, wing. Now, the one I am putting in, uh, because Gavin and Betty said they thought this one was better, this is a barbecue bacon green apple candied Buffalo wing, okay. So there's there's a little bit of like barbecue sauce. There's actual chips of uh, like crisps of bacon in there. There's a little brown sugar, and then there is green apple cotton candy sugar. So everybody go for the taste right now. We'll see how we do. Uh, Chad is all in right there. Mm. Yeah, a little bit of the sweet, a little bit of you taste the apple, don't you? Because I I wanted to not just phone it in and not have the apple flavor in there i'm
5: getting apple on mine i am too and, yeah. the, and the bacon oh mm-hmm. that's really yeah. good together no yeah.
4: the barbecue piece i mean it's thick enough that it has stuck on there and you're getting a significant amount which mm-hmm. is good yeah but you can still taste the chicken
1: mm-hmm. and i'm surprised the apple's coming through so not bad
4: i love it
0: oh good you Mm -hmm. love it but does it beat gavin's chad Mm -hmm. because you gave gavin an eight on the ten that's true ten richter scale (laughs) what would you give Wally's?
4: i'm gonna have to give this one at least a nine like it's Mm -hmm. one up from gavin at least
0: i i fully
5: i fully agree like Like, i wanted mine to be the best but i would eat eat 10 of those this
4: is this is fantastic i didn't give it a 10 because. I just don't know. He hasn't Betty, had mine
0: yet. Right. I want
4: to leave room that Wally could win uh, with a nine, but yeah. I mean uh,
1: Betty's concoction—if it tastes good, it will be a a miracle, but b super impressive. Like, yeah. if, here's the funny thing: she didn't even taste it herself.
0: No, I have no idea what it tastes like. We're all gonna find out together.
1: Oh no! <laughs> oh no is right. We'll do that in ten minutes here. And again, we're gonna post all of our recipes, except maybe it's Betty's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when we're done with this. Lifting Way FM there this is the Wally show. There's a saying that you save the best for last. That is not the case here. Uh, we <laughs> saved the last for last. Because uh, what we're doing is a wing-off. Pastor Chad is here. He is going to judge uh, the wings. Right now, Gavin is in second place. I'm in first place. And Betty Rock is the wild card. Soon
0: to be first place. Maybe so.
1: Yeah. So what I did is I asked everybody on the show, make a signature win- wing sauce that's reflective of you and your personality.
5: Gavin went kind of southwest. Yeah, we make, uh, we get uh, nachos every time that's our appetizer at restaurant. So I made nacho average wing sauce with a bunch of nacho. Uh, material. Very
1: good. Uh, and I love candy, so I made wings, of course, that have cotton candy, uh, green apple cotton candy sugar in them. And surprisingly, it got first place. I know. It it's, was good. Th- so th- far. Weird, I know. Uh. But now that brings us to Southern Belle Betty. Yes. Uh, what have you concocted for? Oh, wait, don't tell. We got to oh. eat them first. Oh, yeah. That's okay. right. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. this is reflective of Betty's uh, southern roots. Okay. So, and and everyone be ta- polite.
5: Be polite. Stop it. Okay.
1: Take so I want to make uh,
4: sure Betty's eating it before I, I take a bite out of Betty's mine. Betty's is
1: the most nervous. She did not test her sauce. She didn't taste it.
0: I tasted mine first. You know, it's not as bad as I was preparing.
5: That's not an encouraging thing to say, though. It's not terrible. Mm, gosh. Actually, okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. When it
1: hits the back of the it's throat, it goes straight down to your stomach. Stop and it, it. makes And it makes part of your stomach flip over,
0: <laughs> spin around,
1: and then want to regurgitate. Whoa. Actually.
0: It's not that bad. Mm. I, I don't, oh, I don't no.
4: know if I'm going to take another bite. No, I can't. I just got one in me. You did? Oh, uh, okay. What here- do you think? Uh, so there was some dripped on my plate, so I actually tried it oh, by wait, itself yeah. okay. without the wing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, taste anything. Here's the problem it doesn't have what? a lot of flavor uh, to me. No.
1: Oh, what? Okay, well, tell them what you put in there for third place. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I use Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. Okay. Really? Okay.
1: I don't taste that. I don't then taste that.
0: I added <laughs> a half a cup of Milo's sweet tea.
1: Oh, because she loves sweet tea. Yeah, that's then- her thing.
0: I got myself some pork rinds, and I let those marinate inside of the sauce, and then added just a half a cup of pickle
1: juice. Wow, like Chad went
5: back in for another bite. But that's it, the thing.
4: I, I it don't tastes taste, like the chicken wings.
5: I don't taste any of those no. um, material. I got See? tea because I'm super yes. sensitive to tea, a bit. and
1: I hate tea with no, everything. No, you're just dramatic. I'm very dramatic, <laughs> yes. But I don't like tea at all, and so I was. I, I don't was, think it
0: was that bad.
1: It, it was uh, bad. Yeah, no. we're gonna post everybody's recipes, but Betty. Yeah. No, uh, yeah,
0: mine deserves a I, mention. I think
4: your wing has potential, Betty.
0: Thank, mine. That's what everyone's always said
4: about you.
3: So <laughs>
4: it
0: is your textbook wing. All right. Yay! So
1: with that, Pastor Chad, you've had all three wings. You've got Gavin Southwest, not your average wing. You've got my uh, cotton candy, green apple cotton candy barbecue wing and Betty's concoction. What is the wing that you are declaring the wing off winner?
4: I want to give Betty's a grade before I do that. Oh, please oh. do. Oh, please. I'm giving her a five. No! Oh, oh yes! Just, yeah. yes yeah. It's not a failure. It's yeah. not failure. It's you just have a, potential, but it's that just like does her, mean it's average. <laughs> I'm, I'm standing too close to her to say <laughs> yeah, that, but that let happen. me just say Woo. that does mean Wally's. It was my favorite wing. Yeah. Yes! I'm so happy about this. I won't this. argue that.
1: Thank you, Gavin. Yeah. See, Gavin is a great loser. <laughs> Betty just a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Lifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show, and I got a friend that's walking through a real heavy uh, health issue, and to hear how it has affected his prayer life is pretty amazing you know and you hate that it takes something big sometimes to refocus us uh but it does and that's why we have this thing called the prayer wall because it might be the thing that gets you re-engaged with your faith and gets you in that conversation on the daily with god it's so important
0: yeah when you text the word pray to 91979 we'll send you a link to your phone texting you back saying here's the link Uh, click on it, sorry. That's what we'll say. It's like, (laughs) pause. Click on it. And then when you do, you can see all these requests that people have posted and you can pray for one. You can also post one.
1: Yeah, and like people do them anonymously or they'll put their names on it. Greg's like, hey, I need a financial miracle. I've made some mistakes, but I'm committed to correcting them. Please ask God to have mercy on me in this situation. Or Lynn says, I'm going to confront my dad on his mean-spirited, controlling behavior and conditional love that he has for his wife, his children, and grandchildren. That's a heavy conversation. Yeah. And you need prayer like twofold. One, for him to have a good heart and receive it, but for you to approach it, the right way.
0: Right. And so what I love about the prayer wall is that these people, they can post these requests and no matter what time of day when you go on the prayer wall and you pray for one of them, you click this little box that says, hey, I prayed for you and they get a notification on their phone or through their email saying, hey, somebody prayed for you. And it could be that that woman that you were reading the request from, she might be on her way to have that conversation and she gets that notification and maybe gives her the encouragement that she needs to keep going. Because
1: God's timing is perfect and you just never know how Mm -hmm. he's going to use you in this situation as well. So We'd love to have you be a part of it because it does make a difference in people's lives. It's our prayer wall at wayfm.com or just text the word pray to 91979. Betty Rock, does the name Lonnie Frisbee mean anything to you? Not really. Well, it didn't to me either until I saw the new Irwin Brothers film, Jesus Revolution. It's that one that's like faith-based, and it's not the usual like faith-based film. Yes, it's a movie that tells the faith story of Pastor Greg Laurie after meeting this hippie preacher named Lonnie Frisbee. And what's cool is it's kind of all true. It was set in the 60s and 70s during the Jesus movement. And I'm telling you, Rock, you would absolutely love the soundtrack. It's really... good. Your dad raised you on that stuff.
0: What did you like about the movie? I
1: liked that the movie's about a guy searching for identity and inclusion and truth and even though it's set in the 70s, man, it's exactly what people are looking for today. And the answer is Jesus. It's the same then as it is now. And I also really liked that it didn't paint a perfect picture of the church either. Really? Yeah, like it showed men's egos kind of getting in the way of God and it showed the intolerance of people inside of faith. But it also showed that despite that, if we just get out of the way, revival as possible. So
0: what did you not like about the movie? That I wasn't in it.
1: Uh, (laughs) Like that bothered me a little bit. I got to tell you, the Irwins, uh, they cast Kelsey Grammer and he's great. They got Jesus from The Chosen. I mean, that's a great get, but they could have had me for a whole lot less. But in the end, man, I really thought it was a great movie.
0: Well, if you want to check it out and hopefully enjoy it as much as Wally did, it opens in theaters on February 22nd.
5: Uplifting Way FM. If it's trending, streaming, or starring, Betty Rock's got it. Betty Rock's got it. On The Rock Report. Hey,
4: Betty.
0: With being a star, you constantly have yes. to put up with rumors. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was supposed to interject. No, there. No, 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 no. Okay, uh, that's, this has nothing to do with you. Let me start over. Okay. Uh, with being a star, you, amen.
1: Con-
0: <laughs> you constantly have to put up with rumors, whether they're true or not. So the best thing you can do is nip it in the bud before you it can even get be- begin.
1: Good, good idea, because it grows legs, man. Yes,
0: exactly. That's a, that's what <laughs> Ashton Kutcher did. He and Reese Witherspoon, they both recently starred in a movie together and while on the red carpet for the premiere people noticed the two kept a noticeable distance from one another and it was making the photos from the event look super awkward huh. because ashton kutcher like has his hands in his pockets and he's like leaning into the photos with reese witherspoon like you but not too close but not too close he doesn't like have his arm around her or anything like interesting. that interesting Later, Kutcher was asked about why he and Witherspoon kept such a noticeable distance between one another, and he kept his hands in his pockets the whole time in the photos together, and this is what he had to say.
4: If I put my arm around her and was like all friendly with her, the rumor (laughs) would be that I'm having an affair with her. (laughs) If I stand next to her, I put my hands in my pockets, so there's no chance that like that could be the rumor. The rumor is we don't like
1: each other. Yeah, you
3: guys hate each other.
4: Uh, or you're going so hard to
1: prove your innocence that you're guilty. Just oh another no. thought. <gasps> no, <laughs>
3: don't, <laughs> don't say that. Uh, that is
0: horrible.
1: <laughs> that's just the way my brain is wired, unfortunately, and that's the way a lot of people are, and that's sad for them because that is yes, very true. Yes, it is sad. <laughs> I know. And I'm you sad. You are
0: helping. I
1: know. I'm just. I, I you're sp- making it worse. Absolutely. I'm part of the problem. I get that. Uh, but <laughs> I do. Re- I do respect it actually because a lot of times on sets, especially like romantic comedy type movies mm-hmm. and things like that. People do develop feelings as they're acting and sometimes it leads to affairs and stuff so I think it's smart to him to be proactive about it and to actually call it out and be like this is exactly why I'm doing this because of the people like Wally that are going to start rumors. Exactly.
0: <laughs> wow, I did not see it going this way. Yeah. I thought we were going to like commend him and yeah, I know, I sing am. his praises. I am and, commending him. No you're not. You like put a Debbie Downer moment I, in it.
1: I had a caveat to it but I am commending no, him. I think it's all amazing. all I remember
0: is you saying That's that,
1: my fault. You're right. That's 100% my fault. I'm sorry. Way to go, Ashton Kutcher. Good job. (laughs) That's gonna do it for your rock report. (laughs) Uplifting Way FM. This is The Wally Show. We're gonna do a little fill in the blank here, but it's gonna be a double fill in the blank. I'm gonna give you an example of what I'm looking for, and then you can fill it in however you choose to. So, uh, this is mine. Blank one. Robot vacs. Robot vacuums. R4. Blank two. Is people who don't have furniture. So that's my fill in the blank. Robot backs are for people who don't have furniture. They're the most frustrating thing in the world. Like I got my wife one, cause she had said, oh, I'd like to do that. Half the time you have to come rescue this thing. It's like, yep. beep, 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 <laughs> beep, 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 beep. And he like panics. And he's stuck under a a, a couch behind a cord from the lamp, you know? Or then he tries to run over the bar stools that we have, and they're kind of like thin metal legs at the bottom, but they're connected. So he tries to, like, go over them like a monster truck, and then he gets (laughs) hung up, and he's like, beep, 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 beep. It's like having a puppy. It really is. I pick him up and go, okay, buddy, let's go over here. (laughs) So then I put him in another section of the house. Okay, fine, he's going to clean that section. Then all of a sudden, beep, beep back on the dumb chair (laughs) but come on man and so like it just you just to have a robot back make any sense you have to have no furniture or anything that it could remotely get hung up on you have to have one of those like ultra clean euro modern houses you know
0: i agree can i take my turn on this please
1: uh double fill in the blank go okay
0: so here's the original sentence blank is for blank okay mine would be white carpet is for people with no kids or pets. Absolutely.
1: It seems Super so trendy wise. and chic, but kids are like, I got spaghettios, <laughs> you know.
0: Or a pet is going to like if you have a cat, that's where it'll yak. For sure. Every
1: time. It could be a little piece, a square of white carpet, an inch by an inch <laughs> that you just bought and you're so happy you got it. You're like, this is really expensive. It's Egyptian and, uh, you know, it's 3,000 years old and it's, it's going to be an heirloom. Let me just place that on the floor right here in the middle of all of these beautiful hardwoods and your cat will look at that and go, huh. Oh, man, my stomach's a little... Everyone else feeling queasy? I feel queasy. I need to run over to that one-inch square of carpet. And then just blast it.
0: Exactly. So that's why I say white carpet is for people with no kids or pets.
1: Okay, so let's fill in the blanks with you. You've heard Betty Rocks. You've heard mine. Blank is or are for blank. You fill in those two. I'd love to hear yours right now. 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. We'll take yours now. So what's yours?
3: Egg-laying chickens are for flaunting your incredible wealth.
1: Sadly, <laughs> that's true. It's like eggs are our new currency. They've gotten so expensive.
4: Yeah, my uh, 12-year-old daughter has 140 chickens. She actually sells to friends and uh, restaurants and, and uh, people at church and her dance classes That's and stuff.
1: That's crazy. So. Yeah, like a year ago, you were just a redneck, but now because of the price of eggs, you are redneck chic and you're old money, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: we had a couple of people chime in on the same sentence. They wanted to fill in the blanks like David. He said a necktie is for people who always need a napkin available. <laughs> That's very
1: true. Not a bad thing. Yeah, you just kind of dab it, but dab it on the underside so that when you put it back down, <laughs> It's all stealth.
0: Sounds like you've done this before. I have done
1: this before. In <laughs> a nice place.
0: Uh Billy said the left lane is for passing. Yeah. If there is someone behind you and you aren't actively passing someone else, get out of my way. Yeah,
1: or you gotta be driving like faster than everybody else in that lane. Yes. Like so if, the
0: left lane is for passing.
1: Like if you're driving faster than everybody, fine, stay in that lane. Like if you're like you know like I get it but yeah if you're not you need to get out of that yeah
0: and get off your phone
1: (laughs) I will find sometimes myself like I get frustrated by that but then I have found myself like daydreaming and I'd be in that lane and I'm still doing like 75 but people want to go 80 or 85 or 90 and you're like I really shouldn't have to get over but I will but I, I find I'm in that lane and I forget I'm in that lane and even I go what is wrong with you get out of this lane <laughs> you're an idiot I get out of the lane like I I yell at myself for the people behind oh, me Oh that's
0: very kind of you so I that, think
1: Yeah so that they can have a better day and not have to get stressed and I put my hand out the window I'm like it's me it's all me it's my fault I'm uh, yes And you're they're like
0: what are you doing Yeah or then it, blaming them for what they did Right and I'm
1: trying to just own it myself You know, so yeah, absolutely right. Well, there you go. That's our double fill in the blank for the day. I saw that
4: going differently in my mind.
1: Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally show with Mind Blown. Mind Blown. Mind Blown. (laughs) And uh, this is where I attempt to help you feel more confident in any room that you're in so that you maybe can become the most interesting person in that room with little factoids that you can hold on to. So the scenario is we're all just kind of milling about talking before a a party or an event and uh, we'll show you how it works out here. So Gavin, you and I are talking. uh, Betty Rock kind of on the fringe. We're trying to draw her in because she's (laughs) the cute girl and it will help our game go way up (laughs) if she uh, will walk over. So uh, what would you like to know about?
5: Uh, I'm going to uh, Hawaii for this vacation Okay. family vacation later this year. Nice. I could use, I've watched a lot of movies about it, but I could use a little fact about the place that I'm going to visit. Okay,
1: so yeah, like I travel a lot, so I have a lot of travel facts, so I can give you something on Hawaii easily. I will say this, Ooh. and if you can uh, have your phone available with any soundtrack, Good it call. helps you make you more interesting. Like, excuse me, one second, scroll, 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 scroll. Hawaiian music. Hey, uh, you know what's interesting that you're going to Hawaii? Uh, how many Hawaiian islands are there? Do you know that? Like, oh. Always ask a question, too, because it gets people in. Even Betty's looking like, wait, what's going on over here with these two <laughs> interesting world travel <laughs> no, I'm
5: not. I feel like there's four
2: islands. Four islands. Am I
1: really off? That would be a good guess. You're off by four. There's eight <laughs> okay. Hawaiian okay. islands. Okay. And that's not the interesting part. Like right now, Betty would be right to just head on over to the Punch Bowl and walk by us. <laughs> but when I go. I'm considering uh, it. There are eight Hawaiian islands, but there are two of them that you cannot visit. What? Uh-huh. Do you know why? Because they're
0: underwater.
1: That is a great guess. See, but Betty stopped. She was walking by the two nerds and was like, wait a minute, I got this. They're underwater idiots. <laughs> I didn't no, say that. you are wrong, ma'am. I didn't say that. But now you're stuck because you've made eye contact and you've talked to us. You can't leave. Uh, <laughs> wow. And so,
0: yeah. Sounds like a hostage situation.
1: Pretty great, right? <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, no, that's a really good guess, but no. Uh, one of them was uh, a nature reserve now that used to be used as a military test site. And the other one is owned by a private family that does uh, secret experiments on humans. So... No. No, they don't. They do. They don't tell you that in the uh, brochure (laughs) when you book like an Airbnb stay there, but that's what's going on. Now I want to try and get there. I know. That's what's going on. So avoid that island. That's the one you do not want to (laughs) go to. Betty Rock, since you're here and now you're fully engaged. Yeah.
0: Well, actually, I was on my way to the DJ lounge because I wanted to request a song from one of my favorite artists. Good idea. So I'm going to throw this artist at you because I think it's a big curveball. Okay. Weird Al Yankovic Oh,
1: you know what, you uh, strike me as a woman with discernible taste in music <laughs> And I can tell that when you ask for a Weird Al fact yes. Like, I mean, if, if if I was single, I would propose to you right now <laughs> uh, Because you're that amazing huh. um, uh, Weird Al, you know, he's known for his parody songs What instrument does he play that he's the known accordion. for? The accordion Exactly, you're right Do you know where he got his first accordion from?
0: the librarian.
1: Uh very good guess. Once again, you're so smart. I don't know. Uh no, actually he got it from a traveling salesman. Really? A traveling salesman gave Weird Al uh, his first accordion oh. and he used it and recorded his first album in a public bathroom. No, <laughs> he
5: did not. That all checks
1: yeah, it out. It does check wow. out, especially when you hear things like this. Don't you
5: tell
0: me you're full dry.
1: I I will tell you this, again, if you can have a couple Weird Al clips at your disposal, just if anyone ever brings him up, it really brings the party. Because now Betty Rock is sauntered in and she's dancing and there's a couple other chicks over there like, hey, what's going on? Those two guys are fly. They got it going on. Let's mosey on over there. They're playing Weird Al, see? That's how it all works in in my head anyway. (laughs) And that's going to do it for your mind blown.
0: Well, the podcast is over, but there's still the aftercast. It's new stuff you didn't hear in the podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes as well as connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. And if you'd like to join our Facebook group made exclusively for you potties, the link is in the description of this podcast. Thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.